Hi there, welcome to the Innovation Insight podcast brought to you by the Walton Institute. In this webinar, Ethan Cleary talks about how the Irish Farmers Association is assisting farmers across Ireland to access the digital skills and technologies they need to participate in the digital economy. Ethan is an experienced IT strategist and product manager who has worked with the IFA for over 10 years. His current role involves developing EU agricultural technology policy and exploring ways to build science and technology policy capacity in the EU and Ireland. We hope you enjoy it. Yeah, so hello everybody. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, the research that we carried out last year um, through IFA's training division, Farm Business Skillnet, which is backed and supported by Skillnet Ireland. Uh, we have a short time frame, so I'm going to discuss some of the kind of relevant findings and the consequences of the research. So a bit about myself, I'm in charge of digital product development for the IFA, which is building apps, websites, and systems. But in the last couple of years, as we've seen the kind of increased focus on digitalization within agriculture, I kind of moved into more of a policy development role. And if you want to get full access to the report, it's available from ifa.ie forward slash digital. And I'm sure we'll circulate, or circulate um, the pitch deck after this as well. So. You know, as mentioned already by, by Karina and Patrick, you know, ag tech and agri tech um, is a broad term and we have defined it as encompassing the likes of biotech, farm software, digital ag, robotics, etc. And there are some amazing things happening in those fields. You know, you just look at what ICBF is doing here with uh, genomics and with the suckler farms across Ireland. But we decided to focus on the digital side of things, you know, how you convert analog offline processes into ones and zeros and how that can be actually, you know, acted upon to bring value to the farm business. So um, we started off with this kind of lofty but essential kind of medium to long term mission where we want every farmer to have access to the skills and the technologies that, that's required in this digital era. So this is a, a, a wider um, kind of issue um, as well. It, it's kind of, it's a societal issue. Only 60% of Irish people, um, uh, you know, 6% don't have access to the basic skills. And what I mean by here is sending emails, downloading apps and completing forms online. So it's again, it, you have to kind of look in a wider context, what's causing this, you know, is it lack of access to, you know, the critical infrastructure? Is it fear, motivation? You know, the complexity of use around the technologies and agriculture is no different. So, um, you know, although we can kind of see this changing now and a lot of people are saying, you know, that the current pandemic is driving this, you could sense it before that as well. When you can see the consumerization of IT, you know, delivering simplifying technologies, better user experiences, we started seeing in the last couple of years and I suppose we wanted to get a sense um, what was going on now because the last previous research was about 10 years ago, the Connolly and Woods report. So, you know, we have to look at, you know, how does how do we go about increasing productivity? We all know the figures. We have to feed, you know, close to 10 billion people by 2050. And that translates into, you know, total factor productivity of about 70%. So how do we go about kind of harnessing um, the, the, the kind of capabilities within the sector? What are the key things we can do to lever that and make it better and actually kind of bring farmers along this journey so that we are all actually producing more and it works out better for society as, as, as a whole. So the actual research itself, um, we had a, a sample size of the survey around 770 participants. The survey itself was formed from our own um, kind of IFA commodity committees, you know, which we, we kind of structured kind of group interviews around it. And then we talked to some people from the wider agri-industry as well to get different perspectives. In terms of the overall profile, 
it's largely in line with other research in the matter, such as the Chagas National Farm Survey in terms of you know the breakdown with beef, dairy, sheep, etc., and then the actual farm size breakdown as well. So the the kind of the key takeaways. So this, this is kind of obvious, but you know, confidence in technology goes along with adoption. We can see that, you know, back to the consumerization of IT, the majority of farmers have a smartphone and actually a laptop now. So the smartphone was kind of the, the great opener here into other form factors that allow maybe additional capabilities. 70% of those people who have, of those farmers who have smartphones uh, are using farming related apps. So that's farm records management, that's stuff like, you know, geofencing, that's stuff like checking out agri-media, you know, getting weather information. Uh, unsurprisingly, younger farmers are more confident because they have probably been kind of exposed to that from an, an, an earlier age. So we have to look at how do you increase that confidence across the, the sector as a whole. You know, there's trust networks, there's better access to education supports, you know, information on where to go for training around this and the physical infrastructure. So a lot of the stuff that Patrick kind of uh, mentioned uh, already. So current technology usage Overall, there is a positive attitude towards technology with 86% of farmers identifying that they're using technology or planning to use digital technology in, near, in the near future. But we, um, we sampled across a different group of technologies that are our commodity kind of focus groups um, kind of surface for us. And we only found two systems with over 75% adoption in a relevant sector, the calf registration system and GPS machine guidance within tillage. So what are the barriers that are stopping this? And look, there's no getting over it. Broadband is still a major issue. Um, and it's not even like applications on the farm. It's when you come back in and have to sync data or you want to sit down and actually you know, put your farm records in or you want to find out information about what's going on. Uh, the cost of initial investment and support and maintenance you know, is, is pretty high up there as well. And maybe that's a legacy of the non-digital technology sector. Um, you know, where people think that servicing is something that's required on an ongoing basis, as opposed to having firmware updated over the air. 60% uh, included access, support and training, their top three barriers. Again, you know, from farm business skill point of view, this is something that we've adopted into our roadmap um, for the next couple of years. So who or what influenced your decision to use farming technology? Agri-media, um, definitely uh, number one. And this is actually higher for under 35s with 52% uh, has picked that as the strongest influence. But the collaboration with the farm advisors is absolutely critical. The knowledge transfer groups, discussion group model, you know, social rela relationships should be leveraged. And this is, you know, in, in kind of secondary research, you see this as well with the likes of Innovation for Agriculture in the UK, where trust networks are, have been identified as the best for knowledge transfer within agri groups. Uh, how does technology help you in your daily work on the farm? This is very similar to digitally mature industries such as manufacturing or finance. Um, where the main drivers has been the business value of IT. So anybody involved in the startup ecosystem, if you can convey like what the value proposition of your technology is, it saves time, it reduces labor overheads, it re reduces the time I have to spend doing stuff, but it also gives me greater access and information and intelligence into my operation. So education and training. So again, we can kind of see that building confidence is, is essential. So we see that knowledge transfer and discussion group models are taking precedence, even for those that will be considered digital natives who have no issue online learning. Um, and, and in the current pandemic as well, we have seen a willingness for our members in IFA to adopt digital technology to facilitate um, training and, and social learning. So the capability is there. And again, it's just about how do you actually tap into the, the kind of vast resources that are out there around all of this stuff. So um, 
what support incentives, what would we encourage you to use uh, and increase your use of digital? Financial incentives would be the most likely factor. And again, this includes demonstrating the, the kind of the, the cost benefit savings of technology. So if you're working in this, if you're working in the startup sector, how do you convey that? Are you building solutions that are closely aligned to what, um, what farmers are looking for? Um, aside from broadband, again, increased support and training would have one of the most positive effects uh, in terms of driving to the increased use of digital technologies. Uh, sharing data. Now, this is kind of interesting and probably warrants his own uh, deep dive research. So 40% of our farmers said they'd be happy for their data to be kind of exchanged in an anonymized, aggregated fashion if it led to, you know, decreased cost of, of purchase or better value or better subscription models. So again, as Patrick mentioned previously, the governance side of this is critical and that Copa Kojika, you know, EU code of conduct and agricultural data sharing is flexible enough, but also kind of got, it covers the governance that's required around protecting farmers in this type of scenario. So the key drivers, just to kind of finish, um, increase confidence, build the appreciation of the cost versus benefits of, of the technology. So farmers need to see this. And, you know, we can see that this education and implement, implementation approach is, you know, happening hand in hand. A good example of this is uh, Demeter, the Horizon 2020 program that I'm sure Kevin will talk about, where you have 20 pilots across 18 countries, the digital innovation uh, hub model, where farmers get to see firsthand how the technology works and how it can make a difference uh, to their operation. But underpinning all of this is the, the need for high quality broadband. So, you know, kind of the takeaway from this is, look, we're trying to help farmers at whatever level they are to be able to hop on the digital skills uh, adoption curve and find a path through for them to actually get the most out of technology there uh, and to make sure we don't end up with like a, a two-speed economy where we have rural and urban left behind because of the lack of uh, access or understanding of what's available out there. So again, the report is available there, ifa.ie digital, or you can uh, connect, uh, contact me via email there, not a bother. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Innovation Insight Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other podcast streaming services. For more information on the Walton Institute, check out our website at www.waltoninstitute.ie and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. Bye for now.